What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, Ollie. Yo. Harry. Hello. And we've got Bards. Yeah, what's going on? Or Bards Bites, as everyone can see. Or, or, <laughs> can you see that? <laughs> um, how's everyone doing? Good. Good, good. I'm good, man. Getting closer to Christmas. How's the Christmas shopping coming? Is everyone done or on their way? I didn't have much to do, really. So I did a lot of it online already. Yeah, that's what I did. Did mine on payday. Nice. Um, as soon as I got paid, we got it all done. Oh, I'm about half done, I'd say. So a few people I need to buy for, but yeah. Bars, how are you getting on? I reckon. I reckon I'm like done. I could stop, but I'm gonna go out on Monday and scope. See, see yeah. if there's any last-minute purchases, you know. Good use. I'd love to be getting a present from Bardell. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say. What have you got? Us? Hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> When uh, uh, I was away, my uh, my sister said to me, uh, I was wearing my footy fetish hoodie in the airport. My sister went to me, oh, bollocks. I was like, why? And she went, look, and she brought up the notes on her phone. She'd written down Christmas present ideas. And she hid all the rest of them, but one of them was a personalised footy fetish ho- uh, hoodie for Ollie. Wow. I was like, um, you've already been behind the game, Lucy. You're behind the game. We've already got that. I was wearing a different colour. Yeah, yeah, true. Go, get a range going. That's it. <laughs> yeah, nice. For me, no, it's not getting the presents, it's wrapping them. I'll probably leave it till like the 23rd. I, my presents. Oh, mate. I wrap yeah. on like Christmas Day, yeah. Yeah, I, I get I, caught I, out. Yeah, I'm so shit at wrapping as well. I just can't be bothered with it. Yeah. But um, anything but square, I'll take that. Everything out. Yeah, no, it's messy. Square's easy, yeah. Um, but yeah, one good thing about the Christmas time, though, aside from wrapping presents, is the football. We've got it coming thick and fast. We obviously had uh, games over the weekend. We've got games coming up, well, tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. And then we've got more games at the weekend. It's uh, We love that, don't we? More, more football as we can. What's the championship like? Is it the same? We've still got all these games going on as well? Or? Oh, yeah. Um, well, there's an extra eight games a season in the championship as well. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, fixed congestion a lot of the time. Like, um, I think it was only a couple of weeks ago the Premier League had the first midweek fixtures. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was only a couple of weeks ago, yeah. But yeah, they normally happen like every second or every third week throughout the year for the championship, really. Um, yeah, but with, there's more teams and it's, it's kind of more exciting to seeing everyone scrapping it out over Christmas. How are the Royals getting on since we last in, since we last uh, came to you? I think the points not are- great. It's not it's not going great. I'm not gonna lie. Um, two points above the relegation zone, one place above the relegation zone. Um, yeah, it's a bit hit and miss. I mean, we lost one 0 to West Brom the other day, but that's West Brom, isn't it? Um, I think we're good enough to stay up, but we do need to start getting results again quick. Yeah, Andy Carroll, he's been, he's come in. How's he been since he's come in? Well, from what everyone's been saying, like he's just he just completely dictates the game from up top, which is something we haven't had in a while. Mm. Um, and where, especially where we're having to play a lot of youngsters this season, that's making a massive difference. Like you can tell his Premier League quality and stuff. I don't know if you saw the goal he scored against Swansea a couple of weeks ago, but mm. I mean, it's not like I, I didn't think he still had it. I just didn't think he could ever have done that kind of goal, to be <laughs> honest. I thought he was just yeah. scrappy finish in the box, but yeah, that was a good nice. goal. That's to good. Stay. Hope, yeah, hopefully you guys stay up. We want to keep you in the championship, hopefully. And uh, maybe come up to the Premier League sometime. Who knows? Yeah, not fussed about that. Yeah, I don't blame you. But uh, yeah, what we are here for is Premier League football for mainly. But uh, I think it's pretty much a good week for all of us, Premier League boys. Uh, even Mark that's not here. We all we all come away with wins this weekend. Some more convincing than others, I must say. 
Um, to be fair, we might as well start with the most convincing win, Ollie. We'll come to you guys right away. You guys, it was 3-0, but it could have been 5 or 6, to yeah. be honest. You guys were really unlucky. Um, yeah, looking much better, obviously, after was it a couple of runs, a couple of games, wasn't it? Back-to-back -back losses, I think. Yeah, and now you're in Everton. Yeah, and now you're back in the back in the driver's seat against the Southampton team that I guess you should be doing this against. To yeah. be fair, there are lacking a lot of quality. A lot of Willie Caballero's in goal for him. Was that was because of the um, uh, McCarthy oh, and thingy and injury? Forster are both injured. And yeah. have you said I? I don't know. It's a little preview, I guess, for their next game, which is against us. Um, but Armstrong, Broha, and Shea Adams are all injured. All the three of their strikers are injured. Yeah, and um, I think um, Armstrong came off in the first half or something for. Um, someone else I can't remember who came on but yeah Armstrong came off early yeah <clears throat> but uh, yeah it was a good game for you guys obviously uh, Lacazette getting a what, what was an amazing goal it felt like classic Arsenal um, build up play to the goal um, just you know strong counter attack put, just linking one part, touch passes together and everything it was lovely yeah uh, great finish from Lacazette and Erdegaard getting amongst it with a header of all things you don't His expect Erdegaard he's ever scored oh well there we go then yep. yeah, so that'll be right <laughs> But uh, yeah, and then and then yeah, a great goal from Gabriel, establishing his dominance in the box in the uh, during a corner and just getting above everyone. Um, um, he had a, a goal disallowed shortly before that as well. Um, yeah, so could yeah, have, yeah, could have yeah. had two, but uh. could have had two. But then yeah, who was it? Martinelli and Saka both hit the post, didn't they, in the second half as yeah. well? Like it was just yeah, you guys ran riot over him to be honest. Yeah, um, I think for once Southampton probably started the first ten minutes stronger than we did. We normally start quite strong and then peter off towards the end. But yeah. I think they started a bit stronger than us. But we just yeah dominated for the majority really, which um, is exactly what we needed after sort of the couple of results that we've had recently. So not good to complain. Happy with the result. Um, good yeah. team performance. Ramsdale was obviously um, you know, made a load of uh, good saves as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, he wasn't troubled too much for the majority of the game, but um, when he was, Tierney yeah. looked good in return as well. Yeah, he got an assist. Hopefully, he can stay fit for this uh, for this game. Yeah. Um, I, what I did notice was the first goal was like classic Arsenal, and then the second goal was like now Arsenal. The first goal was like really nice, silky put together, and yeah. the second one was scrappy headers, blocks, yeah, everything. T yeah. He went to go first time, to, yeah. to, like touch into the box, and the ball just stopped under his foot and was like, "Oh, yeah, I meant to do that." <laughs> but um, yeah. first headed cross I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah, that team audacious. But yeah, dominating the possession, sixty-two percent possession against these guys. Although they did have more shots on target than you, but it didn't really look like anything, even though. Ramsdale was making good saves. I didn't really like it was troubling him too much. No, exactly. A lot of them were kind of quite weak shots that he just you know, he had to get some sort yeah. of touch on and touch around the, the post or whatever. But Yeah, he's yeah. got that. I guess, would you say, guys, that he's current form pipped, ever, pipped uh, Pickford to the number one spot or would you guys still go for Pickford, do you think, if you're Gareth right now? Well, I, I know, I know what Ollie's answer will be. <laughs> I'd still go for Pickford even though I don't think Pickford's the greatest, but I think Pickford actually had a really good Euros. Yeah, Pickford's and really good I for know, England. Yeah, I know he's not doing as great in the Prem. Um, as well, pirate, but I, as well, I also think that I think that Ramsdale as well. You know, he's got he's in good form in uh, insert quotation marks. I guess I think he still needs to be tested like a lot more. Um, and he just loves an absolute like photography save, doesn't he? We have that sort of problem opinion. with uh, we have it with that problem with both our kids. Well, not a problem. It's just a uh, just a trait. I guess. and Ramsdale both have it, so yeah. it's whatever. As long as they make the save, I don't care yeah. what it looks like. Essentially, 
Um, but no, in, in all, I would probably actually still keep Pickford for, for the time being. Um, Ramsdale is a, a definitely second choice, but Pickford, regardless of how he's playing for Everton, always plays quite well. A lot of the time, plays quite well for England. Um, yeah. So I think I'd probably keep Pickford uh, for the time being until, yeah, like Pod said, he, um, Ramsdale becomes a bit more proven and tested. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. as well. From what I've seen from Everton. I, I don't think you can blame anything that's happened to them on him this year. Their their backline is woeful, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, the back, yeah, the I mean he's got to be he's got to be directing and dictating as well. And and you know what, you know maybe give Pickford the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, there's more problems at Everton. Um, you know, in, in the defence than just just Pickford, but as well. I mean, we all written him off. I think we all had him out of the starting 11s for on we Euros. Were, oh, no, Harry didn't. Harry was the only one that had Pickford and Sterling yeah. in uh, his pre-Euros. Uh, I think I went for Henderson. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he proved us wrong, and he was he was brilliant in the uh, yeah. in the Euros. Like, I can't oh, he made it made Maguire and Shaw look world class. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. I think we're all in a agreement. He still is in England, sure. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, I think we're all in agreement. I I would I'd go probably Pickford right now, but I wouldn't be mad if he started Ramsdale at all. Yeah, um, I'd like to see Ramsdale start some sort of some games. He'll get there. Yeah, yeah. If he can three years, then I think he'll get there. And if um, Everton continues, oh, yeah, we've got nothing to lose by playing him in a yeah. in the old game. Yeah, so now. I mean, I think I hope he does get some qualifiers. sort of. Um, yeah, are the qualifiers over now, or are there still no, some no, early no, next year? One more round. We, might we, we have already qualified, games, yeah. but we I yeah. think there are still games to go. So I think there might be early okay. next year. So I'd, I'd like to see Ramsdale get some time, uh, game time in those games. Um, yeah. But yeah, whether or not we, well, we, we'll probably bolster it into the World Cup if there's three goalkeepers that go or whatever. I think he's definitely in with a shout of being in those top three. Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, uh, Nick Pope's having a good, pretty good season with uh, Burnley as well, but I'd probably put Ramsdale too right now. Mm. Yeah. If I was picking, but um, but yeah, actually, to be fair, the biggest talking point is normally not what happened in the game um, yeah. with Arsenal. It's probably about about Obama Yang, right? Your cap, well, your ex club captain yeah. is uh, now obviously yeah stripped of his captaincy. Um, will not be playing in the game tomorrow against West Ham, and obviously wasn't playing in the game uh, on the weekend. Um, thoughts on this, Oli? Is this Ozil 2.0? Have we got another another one of this situation coming through? I hope not, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah. The way he's been playing recently, it doesn't really seem like his heart's in it. I think he's probably frustrated yeah. with the fact that he's obviously not getting the goals and stuff for the second season in a row. Um, he's obviously he's had a lot more clearer chances this season, I think, to get these goals, but he's obviously still struggling with it. So. Yeah, he's missed yeah. a couple of penalties, missed a couple of sitters, like yeah. Exactly. So um I think his own confidence is probably sort of having a, a knock on effect and I think with this whole situation that's going on with the disciplinary and everything about getting the tattoo or whatever it was instead of going to training or whatever it may be, the the truth behind it all. Um I think yeah, I'm not too I'm not. I'm not surprised that he's had. That he's not captain anymore. Because I think, regardless of whether Arsenal took it away from him or if he, if or it was by mutual agreement that he obviously said, obviously take the captaincy away. Because you shouldn't be getting disciplinaries if you're the Arsenal captain, or yeah, any, I, any captain. Any captain. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be getting. To, you're the one that's there to sort of 
lead by example you're the role model there for, for everyone there and you might be there might be players older than you there or players that are far younger than you. you are the role model for them you're the captain you're the leader of that squad and you should be setting an example for everyone which obviously if that's the example he's setting then he shouldn't be captain really um, obviously there's a lot of talk about who's going to be replacing him as captain on a longer term basis um, people saying players like Kieran Tierney um, and Saka I think Tini has probably got a good mindset for that, um, yeah. and he might be a better sort of presence to have as a captain. But he's obviously doesn't he's not fit enough a lot of the time, and doesn't start very often. Which I know you don't have to start and play all the games if you're a captain. You've seen over the years there's been loads of captains that don't actually play that often in their sort of latter years. Well, but... Milivojevic is still ours, and he's not even getting in the matchday squad at the moment. Yeah, exactly. No. And like Michael Carrick, when uh, he in his last couple of years. Uh, um, uh, United, he obviously wasn't um, starting. John Terry, yeah. Um, yeah, loads of players, loads of them. Um, so yeah, who would you have? I think it's a tough one. I think at the moment maybe, maybe even Gabriel. I think he might be a good player to have that sort of solid backline um, sort of defender that we, we've got in him. I'd like to maybe see in the future someone like Smith Rowe because I think he probably's got the he has got the potential for it but not quite just yet. Um, yeah, it will probably be Lacazette I think maybe for the end of till the end of the season. Mm. Um, but only another player out of contract. Yeah. Coincidentally, he's had a massive confidence boost and is actually looking pretty decent in his newfound role. Yeah. Um, it's like a shadow striker type, you know, false nine thing. Yeah, uh, maybe since, since he found love. Would you um, would you do like uh, what United done and give it to a new signing? Like, would you give it to Ramsdale? Or... I was thinking Ramsdale no, as well. He's in form as well, which is why there's probably. He seems like that kind of guy that would be a captain as well. Yeah, but it also seems now because he's in form that if you gave it to him, he'd immediately become shit. Yeah, the the minute a goalkeeper starts losing his form, it's dangerous territory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, no, maybe in the future, once he's proven himself a bit more, like we've said earlier, once he gets tested a bit more and he can show he can do it for a longer period of time. Obviously, we're not halfway through the season yet, so there's still a lot a long way to go, and his season could take a dramatic turn and turn out to be awful but um yeah i wouldn't be angry with that but i think for now we should maybe stick with someone with a bit more experience someone who's been in the team a bit longer um like i say it's probably going to be lacquer till the end of the season or something or for at least for the next couple of games before they've sorted it out permanently but yeah i'd probably say gabriel um if i'm being honest i think he's probably one of the, the main people yeah sounds good i wouldn't so... want to give it back to jacker oh god no but maybe party. I don't know how much of a influence party is in the dressing room and stuff, but maybe him. Um, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Give it to Pepe. That's what I'd say. Yeah, Pepe. Fucking hell. He might be going in January, so. Yeah, I'll tell to come back on the pitch, maybe. So might Lacazette. El Nenny. El Nenny, no. God. <laughs> Who's your vice captain? Because surely that will just. Yeah, just going yeah. to your vice captain. Yeah, yeah. Who, I guess it's Lacazette. Yeah, I'd assume so. He was he's been captain um, since Uber's been out, so it's got to be in it. I wouldn't yeah. be mad about Odegaard being captain, really. He's got that sort of. It'll be random. 
It would be a little bit random, like, but yeah, he's coming into form and stuff at the moment. I think that might give him a little bit of a, a confidence boost as well, showing that the, the club obviously believe in what he's doing there and everything. It might be Akilo, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah. but yeah. How do you feel West Ham coming up tomorrow? Um, you know, be at, at the Emirates. I think that's going to be a great game. Fun I think it'll be a good game. Um, I'm not terribly confident, but you never know. They obviously had a not a great result against Burnley, drawing nil nil. But um, we only beat Burnley one nil, I think. So um, yeah, Burnley are a frisky team. They are. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not hugely confident for it. I'd like to obviously walk away with sort of, yeah at least a point out of it, but I don't. Know, I could also see them walking all over us to be honest yeah I've got nil-nil in my head I don't... a really fun nil-nil like yeah. chances and stuff like that but no one actually scoring I could see that happening yeah because both they... pretty decent defences mm. and both you know attacks that can waver from time to time you know um, you know Michael Antonio's not he hasn't felt like he's been on the score sheet for ages yeah um, I don't know when the last time he scored was wait, you got him in your fantasy league uh, yeah, it was a couple, a couple of game weeks ago, I think, he scored. Oh, okay. Nice, yeah. They, they'll be looking to get a new striker in, I'm sure, in January as well, to be fair. But, yeah, um, yeah three points. Three points, I don't know. I, I could see a draw coming in this one. But then you never I'll know what you're going to get. Right? You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, what do you think in this one, man? Um, yeah, it's, it's strange. West Ham, they're still fourth, still looking really strong, but... You know, you beat West Ham, you beat Chelsea three two, and then you draw nil nil with Burnley. So and you beat Liverpool. But yeah, there do seem to be games where they don't quite seem to get started. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether that was whether at Burnley it was like a bit of complacency or whether they Burnley just ground them down. I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't really watch that game, but um, I don't know. I, Arsenal looking actually quite confident for the first time in a long time. Um, like you say, yeah, I think it'll be quite an exciting game. To be fair, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Bards, what, what do you think, man? I know you obviously got you know a lot of West Ham friends. Are you are you, are you yeah. back in them this I, week? I'm uh, I'm excited for this game. I think it'll be good. Yeah, I, I actually do think West Ham will win. Um, but I, I think West Ham look good. Like I mean, yeah. I know Arsenal ground out results. Um, they had the two losses. I don't think they would necessarily like terrible against Everton either I think that that game was just go, gonna swing that way from the momentum oh, yeah it was a Damari Gray absolute have. wonder strike yeah something um, minute like yeah it's... And, uh, yeah I think I'm very excited for this I'm gonna go West Ham and I'm I do hope West Ham win even for a top four sake because um well, you got yeah but uh, yeah I'm not, I'm not an Arsenal fan so uh, yeah I do hope West Ham win but I think it'll be a really good game yeah, definitely. I think it could be one of the games of the week, to be fair, coming up. Because um, there's not many exciting games coming up this week, to be honest. Well, midweek anyway. On the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool to be Tottenham. fair, if we beat West Ham, we do go above them. So. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, imagine if by the end of this, by the come Saturday, Arsenal four. <laughs> Back where we belong. Rather not, I imagine it. That'd be pretty nuts. That'd be pretty nuts. But, um,. Yeah, talking about a team that could get like moving well, moving on to a team that could probably we could uh, stop them from going forth. Bards, United team, back to back wins now, one 0 scrappy wins against teams that probably should be doing a bit better than that against. Do you think that's fair to say? 
You know what? I actually thought this was going to be a hard game to be fair against Norwich. I mean, Norwich have looked yeah. different. And if you, not I'm not saying they look better. Well, I guess they do, but they're still losing. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, you've got to win them. And I don't expect every game to be pretty. And as I've said to you boys, it's going to take ages for uh, Rangnick to actually produce and implement his style because Klopp didn't do it within six months. He done it no, within, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. three or four years. Same with Guardiola. So everyone being on the bandwagon of. You know he's going to revolutionise Man United. I don't quite, I don't quite think so. I think he's just going to get them to, to top four. I think it was a good win. Happy with it. We played, uh, we played shit from the highlights. It wasn't, it wasn't great. And considering we had a week off, or well, that team did, again, doesn't look too good. Um, but yeah, I'm disappointed because I was really looking forward to today's game against Brentford, but that's been postponed. Um, yeah, that would have been a. A challenging game um, but then you also probably would have had Brentford would have been far more attacking so United hit them on the counter probably suits them a bit better yeah. um, Norwich although they had their chances and De Gea had two great saves um, yeah, Norwich, well, Norwich were always going to kind of sit back and try and get a draw um, and it was a stonewall penalty I mean like what is whatever um, Max Aarons is even thinking there like yeah <laughs> What is he doing? He's up against Ronaldo, puts his arms around him. You know Ronaldo's going to go down easy anyway. Yeah. yeah. But, so if he's going to go down easy, make him think that it's a light challenge. Like he's going to go down from a light challenge, let alone a heavy one. So like, yeah, what true. what he's thinking? I've got no idea. Yeah, and then obviously, yeah, uh, Ronaldo slots the penalty home, and you guys see out a win with some great uh, work from De Gea, who just you know um, two wonderful saves in the uh, towards the end of the game kept you guys in there. Um, one thing I'm worried about is Bruno Fernandes in this new Rangnick system. He uh, he looks a bit lost, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, they, the kind of 4-2-2-2 two, two, two that he was playing, yeah. and then he had uh, he had Sancho and and Bruno behind. Uh, that Yeah, I mean, it looks weird on paper. It would have been good to actually... I didn't actually watch the whole game, so it would have been good to watch the whole game. Um to see if it was like a 4-3-3 or if it was a diamond, like... Um, it was almost like, I don't know, it felt like sometimes like Sancho was almost playing as like a wing-back, but... Yeah, I mean, I can see, sure. it, it see one weird. Be the case. Like, yeah, it was just weird, I don't know, like, it's going to take some getting used to, this uh, new Rangnick system. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure, but... Uh, yeah, it's, I think with, it's going to be... The thing with Ragnick at the moment, I think, is... Obviously, if it's going to take six months to implement his style of play the way he wants to sort of he wants the uh, United to play, is that and then sort of show the intent from United as well that they're willing to then keep him on afterwards, even if they're obviously signing him to a two-year consultancy thingy, um, or are they just going to obviously get rid of him after six months and then whichever new manager is going to have to come in and change things again? Um, you'd like to think that this whole the fact that they've got him for two years afterwards anyway as a consultant might just lead to him taking over on a more permanent basis instead of just this six month interim period uh, yeah I, I, don't, I think it'll be interesting i do think if he does well and gets top four they'll just keep him on because they just want to save money they'd rather not get someone out of the contract i wonder if they'll bring in like a rang disciple next summer someone that plays in the mold that he does so then obviously as the you know he sets the foundation for the new culture then mm. goes on as a consultant so that he can look at the, maybe the bigger picture of the club 
rather than just the team to get that. But uh, and then get they get a manager in that fits in. Maybe you'll does, end um, up with Hassan Hootel, mate. Does Ten Hag play that sort of um, football? Because um, I know he's been linked with the United job recently. Um, well, yeah, Ten Hag seems to be like one of the names that's the favourite. But I, that would be my like dream. I'd be like, yeah, I'd love Ten Hag. But I don't think the board are competent enough to do that. So I fully expect them to get That's a new yeah, one. like a Pochettino or something like that. I don't want Poch. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Vieira? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't want Vieira. <laughs> that would be quite funny watching Roy uh, Keane talk about a Patrick Vieira Man United side. <laughs> that would be pretty incredible. But uh, but yeah, you guys, you know, looking a bit better. I mean, what do you see? Do you think any moves going to be happening in January? Do you, is he going to get an opportunity to sign players? Do you think? Or? Well, I think that, I think originally I was thinking no, definitely not. But I mean, Martial's come out, or his agents come out this week saying he wants to leave. Cavani's making noises, um, and then yeah. Lingard's probably going to go. Or was it with Cavani or something? Uh, well, apparently Barca want him as well, and Aguero tomorrow is probably going to announce his retirement, so they're going to need a striker. I mean, I'd love Cavani to stay, and I think I think the manager would love him um, because his pressing is brilliant. The issue with Cavani is he's just not fit enough. Yeah. Like availability um, is so important, and yeah, if he's if he's not available, you know, for the system, then then he's going to stick with Ronaldo, isn't he? Do you reckon you could go get Lewandowski? I know it's a random ass name, but I'm just convinced that Bayern no, Munich yeah. are going to sign Haaland. I can't see Bayern Munich signing Haaland, but I can see Lewandowski leaving. But I mean, I think that's got Chelsea written all over it, personally. Mm. But Lukaku and Werner, surely they're in the in they can't go three conse consecutive summers of signing massive strikers. Oh, they absolutely can. Uh, they anyone can. Chelsea. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. That's true. Can you imagine true. if that's on their books? Like <laughs> Werner one year, then Lukaku, then Lewandowski. And like, what, where'd you go from there, man? Like, if they Harry can't, Kane? still can't get goals. Yeah, well, I mean, if they can't get goals, is Harry Kane going to get goals in this uh, in this oh. Chelsea team right now? Well, no, but, I was talking uh, about Harry Kane to uh, United. Oh, because if oh. well, I don't know if if his move to City might still be on in the summer or in Jan or whatever. Well, probably not in Jan, but in the summer. But if City are going to be focusing their efforts on someone like Harland or something, some a younger prospect, then. To know Harry Kane might be an option. I don't. I think if Harry Kane doesn't that. go to City, I just don't think he goes anywhere. I think. Like, I think it depends how much he is now, because to me, he's not even an eighty million pound striker now at this point. Like the thing is, he's playing really well for England. Oh, he definitely is an eighty million pound striker still. Yeah, but like, if if I was uh, being a fan and his age, I'd be like, nah, I don't really want him for eighty million pounds. Like, I'd rather that get invested into. Yeah, like like an unknown kid that maybe maybe uh, Ralph Rangnick's got like an eye on, you know. I've been like, would you rather pay eighty million? Eighty million pounds on some random ass kid that Ralph you Rangnick. Yeah, but you wouldn't pay eighty million. Yeah, you wouldn't pay eighty million. You'd pay like lower for him, and then yeah, he probably fits the system better. Right. If we get yeah. Pochettino though, if Pochettino comes in. Why I can totally see. Why? I know. I don't, I don't want Pochettino. Want no, I don't. I don't. But if we do get him, then I can totally see um, Kane coming. Then that'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be great. Just look, keep losing for more years. Um, 
but that's what he is, serial loser. But he I don't know. Finals before you lose. I get the United board should grow some fucking balls and just sign Graham Potter. Because it's an experiment, but it's an experiment that's got so much upside that, like, you know, you could win a Premier League with him if with that attacking players and the, and the players that you've got. I think the last uh, time they tried to do a sort of experiment was uh, with David Moyes. And that didn't go too no. Yeah, Solskjaer, I guess, was a bit of an experiment, wasn't it? Yeah. Jose is probably a bit of an... I guess they have been experimenting, but, like, just in a really negative kind of way, like, I guess. You look at you look at Jose, like, he's not... He was coming off... Where was he coming off the back of before he went to United? Was it Chelsea? Uh, it's the second stint of Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, so he's that second stint of Chelsea that ended horrifically. Then, then United <laughs> pointed him. And then that happened, and they thought, oh, let's get in a manager that's got basically no experience um, in any meaningful league, apart yeah. from the Premier League, where he got relegated. Um, let's do that but it was for the culture and it was for other reasons I understand that and it worked and it was a good thing at the end but then you know just you know put your balls to the wall sign Graham Potter who's got so much upside as a as a manager the best British manager out there um, at the moment so yeah I don't know what would you would you take by um, Potter Bards um, yeah I think I would actually I'd like to see Graham Potter you know he's got a style like um and that's more than I can say, yeah, about Mourinho or or uh, Solskjaer, to be honest. Like, you know, it. I'd be up for up for seeing it. It would help, I suppose, if he comes in and then Rangnick's supposed to go upstairs, isn't he? Be a yeah. consultant for two years. So maybe that will, will help, you know. But um, yeah. the, the issue I, I find with these managers, like Graham Potter, although he's really impressive, he's not managed anyone to the level of like a Ronaldo or even... You know, a Rashford or a Sancho. I'm not saying they're they're uh, drama at all, but Ronaldo definitely is, or Pogba, for example. Um, and I think that's with that's what managers struggle with most. Like if you watch David Moyes' first press conference, right? He looks like a rabbit in the headlights. Like totally not there, lost, defeated the minute he the minute he walked into that room. So it's it's taking on you know the size of the club, but I think we'll see. With David Moyes as well, he was taken over from Sir Alex, so that was a huge yeah. shoes to fill. Um, whoever sort of comes in next, obviously, you don't know what the shoes are going to be like um, for after Ragnit, but they're not going to be anywhere near the size of Sir Alex's shoes. So, I think he was always probably very. It was a very daunting um, taking that job uh, for uh, for Moyes, but I think and being Ferguson's like recommendation. Yeah, exactly. Right. Maybe Ferguson wasn't that great then. Probably. If uh, <laughs> if his if his next managerial appointment was Moyes, maybe maybe it was all a facade. Maybe he's yeah. not the greatest. So, manager like, this will make me look like an even better manager if I get yeah. Moyes in. If I get Moyes in, and then he fucked it. Maybe he got lucky like, his entire career. Probably. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's the most likely with... thing that happened. Yeah, definitely. Like luck was the we'll heavy favourite. We'll it? The master um, plan. Yeah. Exactly. Jose is definitely the best manager in Premier League history. So, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there. But um, how do you feel <laughs> in your next game, Bards? Um, who have you got? you got Brighton. Um, well, which could, I guess, get probably cancelled as well, I'm imagining. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, it's Matic who's got... Well, who tested positive. Um, and then, like, a bunch of under-23 players. It's always the players that don't fucking matter that spread the shit around <laughs> the club. Um, so... Yeah, but I don't know, man. I think I think we'll win that. We've got I think we've got a pretty good record against Brighton. Um, but yeah, although Brighton are doing well, I think they're 
susceptible to a mistake. And I like to think that Harry Maguire is a bit better than Mopai. And also, with this game's delayed, Varane will be back. So I'm hoping, you know, that will shore up the defence a little bit. Nice. I guess if you haven't got that, say that game is suspended, then your next game is Newcastle away. You've got to be feeling pretty all right about that. Oh, mate. We slapped them 4-1 at home, so... Yeah, true, true. It'd be yeah. funny if, if they do beat you, though. <laughs> That'd be a very United loss. Be, Actually, yeah, I don't know, really. Just win. I can oh, see you winning one nil for the rest of the, just winning one nil for the rest of the season. <laughs> well, and that and that's fine. I think if you grind out those results, it's something that you know is fine to a certain extent. But like you know, you need to see ugly wins, and that's what Chelsea have been doing for the last like. Well, yeah, that's what Chelsea are doing now. But they've been doing yeah. it for the last couple of weeks. It's just grinding out those results. Yeah, that's a good little segue. If you've got anything else left to mention about Man United, but... nope. On to Chelsea. Nope. On to Chelsea. Chelsea obviously beat Leeds 3-2 in an absolute war, basically, yeah. which even ended in a fight, which is, uh, you know, quite spectacular. Thomas Tuchel was, was quite interesting afterwards. He was like, yeah, fair. Like, if it had gone the other way, I think the same reaction would have happened. It's just what it is, isn't it? It's football. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fair play. It's nice to see, like, you know, a manager not moaning about everything. Cough, cough. You probably guess who I'm talking about. But... um yeah, two quarters. Yeah, doing well. Uh, Chelsea doing well. Still, yeah, getting these grinding out results. They still aren't starting Lukaku. I'm not sure if he's not 100% fit yet, but it seems he seems all right. He's been on the bench for a while and playing, but yeah, yeah still not starting. Obviously, you know, Jorginho getting two penalties. Which, uh, were you guys okay with both those penalty shouts? Do you think that they were fair enough? Or yeah, I think they were both pretty fair. Second to be one's honest. a bit contentious with uh, how Rudiger went down. I don't know. It looks like he does. He does take his. Well, he kind of follows through and takes Rudiger out. Um, yeah. I think if you would, if they gave the uh, the first one, um, the first penalty, the um, what's it called? Leeds Leeds's first goal was a penalty. Yeah. So I think it's similar sort of situation to that. It was more the follow through of the challenge rather than sort of the actual challenge itself. But yeah, um, I think it was both pretty fair. I would have given yeah. both of them. Yeah, fair. Did you guys um, watch this game or did you see it at all? I saw the highlights, yeah. Um, yeah, Leeds were unlucky. Obviously, Joe Geldhart, is it? Geldhart, yeah. Geldhart, obviously getting his first... It's his first goal, I think, isn't it, for Leeds? I think so. Best touch of the day. First touch, yeah, he just got on. Um, first teenager to score um, for Leeds um, since... Um, what's it called? Milner. Mad. Back Mad. in 2004, I think. Yeah, well, back when Leeds had like yeah, good good youngsters coming through, I guess they're, they're coming through again now. Love yeah. that for them. But um, hopefully it'll be funny if Leeds still go down there. Um, but Mason Mount getting on the score sheet again with another great goal. Well taken strike um, from across from Alonso. Um, yeah, Chelsea, I don't, they're just, you know, they're looking so strong. The rest of the, you know, City and Liverpool are looking so strong. It's going to be an absolute war to get this title. Um, I'm hoping there's going to be some absolute drama. Um, who Probably going to come down to the games between them. Yeah, I'd imagine. So when is the next game, sort of, I guess the next important game like that? Let's have a look. Oh, it's not for a little while, I think. This is great uh, podcasting, isn't it? Oh, here we go. There. <laughs> yeah, 2nd second of, of January is uh, Chelsea versus Liverpool at, at Stamford Bridge. You'd love to see that. Um, and then... The 15th of January is Man City versus Chelsea. So we've got them in back-to-back weeks, boys. We've got huge games in back-to-back weeks. There's going to be some drama. On New Year's Day. Yeah, Uh, yeah, potential relegation candidate, Arsenal. 
Mate, we're fifth one now, all right? Leave me alone. That's true. That's true. You guys are potential relegation. If if we're potential relegation, what a palace! Definite relegation. Fucking league, mate. That's what we are. We're the best team in the fucking league. Um, Moving on. We only speak facts on this podcast, so we'll move on from that. That's all I fucking Um, do. The rap kid says, "How's everyone doing? Very well. Good. 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 Rap kid. A weekend of wins, so that's nice. How's the rap kid?" Yeah, yeah. the rap kid. Everyone always asks, um, <laughs> how "Who is the are. rap kid?" <laughs> yeah, not how is the rap kid. <laughs> oh um, yeah, Chelsea. Would you guys see Chelsea slipping up anytime soon? Obviously, that game. You know, they got Everton next week, um, and then Wol- well, Everton. Sorry, this uh, in the week, and then they got Wolves away at the weekend. Do you think anyone, either of them teams, can sort of cause them any problems? Uh, well, Wolves could definitely cause them some problems. I mean, they had that close game with Liverpool recently as well, didn't they? Um, yeah. And Chelsea have shown vulnerabilities in a couple of games, like obviously got beat by West Ham, considered three goals, even though one of them was a fluke, admittedly. But yeah, their uh, their defence is not always that reliable, even though it's a ridiculously good yeah. defence. Um, is Rudiger really the best centre-back in the league? He's up there. It's got to be up there. He's definitely up there. But people were saying like he's a crazy, like he's a hundred million pound player. I saw like eighty million pound player. I saw. He he started this season very well. I think it's because Chelsea didn't concede that much in the opening ten or so games. But in the games since then, they've conceded like more, like way more goals than they uh, than they did at the beginning of the season. Um, I'm not sure if it's the the Ben Chilwell injury that's having an effect on that as well. He's only been out for three or four games now, maybe, but. Yeah, back yeah. 15th down. Yeah, obviously I know Reese James has had the odd knock or two. I kept him out. Well, no, we know games. we know these players have it. I've got it in them because even under Lampard they were conceding goals. And yeah, Tuchel came in and you know tightened it up at the back. But they drew what was it three three with West Brom, didn't they? Yeah. You know, so yeah. they're like they are liable. They can be got at. I think um, they were just playing such good football um, that. Last season, when he came in, that yeah, no one could could really afford to attack, to attack them. But without Lukaku, or at least he's not really in form again at the minute, um, then yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be got out. Aren't they? I did see a thing the other day actually about Lukaku saying that he, he he looks forward to going back to Italy at some point. So he's already thinking about uh, leaving Chelsea. Bloody he can't he's not, not hacking it so far. But uh, yeah, Chelsea look good, man. I can't. I I, I like Wolves. I think that they're they're. Uh, like Burnley, well, they're a bit like I told Burnley that they can be in any game. I, they're they're going to be a pain for any team to play, um, but they're just struggling to finish at the moment. I mean, like we saw, no. obviously they they lost to one uh, nil to uh, to City, obviously playing yeah. to a Raheem Sterling pen. Obviously, Jimenez got the most insane red card in the world. Yeah, such a stupid like fucking insane. Well, it was. I'm right. not moaning about the fact that he got a red. Because I do think he deserved. Like, he's an idiot. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's like, stupid. Not necessarily the fact that he got two yellow cards in the space of just under forty seconds or something. He's just an idiot. But um, yeah, like, he is basically one of their their main goal scorers, um, or probably just behind Huang or whatever. But yeah, um, he's a big, big Huang. Yeah, exactly. And uh, obviously, if he's going to be out, well, he's only got one game suspension because it was two uh, two yellow cards, luckily. But um, yeah. yeah, obviously. They've got so he'll miss the Brighton game, but he'll be back uh, for the uh, the Chelsea game. Yeah, which is what they'll need. But you know that game was a bit mad. You know, 
City have had 24 shots and their goal was a penalty. Yeah. Um, absolutely dominated the game. Just couldn't find the back of the net. Uh, Jose Sarr making some good saves in the meantime. Obviously, Raheem Sterling's like he's been there, probably their player of the season. I'd probably say mm. for City so far. No, Bernardo Silva. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Silver. Sorry, Bernardo Silva. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely Bernardo Silva. I think I put Raheem Sterling up there as well, though. Mm. But um, but yeah, they're looking good. Obviously, getting these grinding out results as well. Like Liverpool were doing that as well with the Villa game. Like all these top teams are just get you know they're grinding out results. They're going to be impossible for like the likes of West. Well, I'm assuming we're all in agreement that the whites of West Ham, United and Arsenal just aren't going to catch them. You never know. <laughs> it's it's yeah, not no, very likely, but yeah, yeah, you never know. I think, I think one, of, like... one of those teams is more likely to slip away than someone else is to catch them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Which which one would you have your money on, boys, for, to slip away right now, if you had to put money on it? I'd like to say Liverpool, but I'm just not sure. With Salah, <laughs> Salah's just... I think Chelsea are going to slip away, yeah. They're I, all, think they're I think they already are. Yeah, I think Chelsea as well. I'm going to say City. City, ooh. Yeah. A nice little Same. spread. Just playing like Pep. Yeah. You, how do you guys like, just before we move on to like the big, big game that we all want to talk about, the Crystal Palace game, what do you guys think of um, Grealish right now? How's that £100 million transfer looking in your eyes right now? Not great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? As well, who was it? Sooness said in the first game when Popper got four assists, that's what you should be doing. When you're an 80, or actually he said when you're a 100 million pound player, bearing in mind Popper didn't even cost that, that's what you should be doing, getting four assists every game. So why is Greenish not done it? And why is he not piping up about it? That's yeah. my two cents. Yeah, Do you think if, if, if you take in the whole Popper, if Popper leaves on a free um, and leaves Man United and goes to like Real Madrid or, something, or PSG or something like that, is that Pogba whole saga, everything included, Potentially the worst piece of transfer business ever. No, because Greenish crossed Why is it not? You, no, you, you got rid of him. You got rid of him for free to Juventus, and then you oh, yeah, bought probably. him back for eighty, and then now you're going to get yeah. rid of him for a free again. Yeah, and he's, he's probably, been dog shit money you guys. Yeah, he's left twice. Anyway, I wasn't turning this into a public conversation. I was saying that Greenish ain't got four assists in one game, and that's apparently what what a hundred million pound player should do. Graham Sooness. Yeah, but... Graham <laughs> Sooness hates Pogba, though, doesn't he? So. You, you can't take things Graham Sooness says. Yeah, I know, oh, I know, but they still stick him on TV. not worth thinking about for longer than he says it. <laughs> yeah. True. But yeah, back to Grealish. I don't know, man. Bit worrying, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think he, he'll be fine, like, at some point. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to be like Pogba, I guess we could say. Uh, <laughs> and absolutely, you know, flop for them basically the majority of his time at the club. I think he'll be fine. Like, it's, it's you know, it is what it is. I think they've just got such a a different style of play than than Villa. And, like, he's having to do such a different job than he was doing at Villa that it's going to take time to get used to, you know, playing under Pep is not easy. As well as, you know, as much as it, you know, you win and, and it looks good and everything, I'm sure it's not easy playing under Pep Guardiola. Like, meeting the demands that he sets and, and changing the ways that he wants to play. And, you know, having to deal with the not... I know, obviously, you're getting, you know, people just say, well, you're getting paid a lot of money. But having to deal with being in and out of the first team when you're such a regular and such a key man must be quite difficult to come to terms with. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd, ag I'd agree with that, yeah. <laughs> I would also say as well, you know, Grealish came in to probably replace or or be fighting with uh, Raheem Sterling uh, on, on that left Sterling's side. 
And Sterling, you know, that goal we scored on the weekend, I think that now brings him to 100 Premier League goals. So he's now in the 100 club. And so, you know, you've got to, he, Sterling, although he has the tendency to, you know, miss chances or not be as clinical as a, a player in his position probably should be or how he can be, Jack Grealish is never, was never really that guy to get you all those goals. Yeah. So if they're asking, if they're asking, Grealish to do that and say, look, this £100 million was for Kane, but actually now it's for you. You need to go out and be our Harry Kane and get us goals, but from the left. Well, that's never been his role. Yeah, He's never done that. that. So, yeah. Maybe it's just Harry Kane placeholder until they sign Harry Kane. I think things might change when he's got someone up there like obviously a Harry Kane or a, a, an actual world-class striker that he can feed those balls into. <laughs> I said world-class, half. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, yeah, no, I think when they've actually got a, a world-class striker up there that's going to be able to convert these opportunities and stuff, I think the assists will start coming. At the moment, obviously, they've got Gabriel Jesus, but he's obviously been sort of on and off, um, scores one week, but then he's injured the next or whatever, so he's not 100%, obviously, well, and he's also not playing up, up the top a lot of the time. He's uh, His preferred position at the moment is on the wing. So I think when they do have that proper striker a world-class striker where he can feed those balls into his game might step up another level yeah okay so i think yeah i think greatest will be fine but that that 100 million is looking real like uh, aston villa looking good basically especially with gerard turning his team sort of turning that team around now mm. they're looking good obviously liverpool will quickly touch on liverpool they uh obviously yeah beat gerard's villa in his return it was a scrappy game villa liverpool were sort of on them for pretty much most of the game you know um, Villa didn't even get a shot on target, but um, but yeah, obviously the penalty. What do you guys make of the penalty? 100% Stonewall. I think Mings is just. I mean, I don't know really what Mings is doing to be honest. Just sort yeah. of falling into him like. Yeah, I'd say it was a penalty. But yeah, they're looking much better. Obviously, Ashley Young now playing is like a left winger, as he was obviously left back or right back or whatever he was at Man United. Um, we started at Man like, United as a as a winger, didn't he? Then dropped yeah. back to um, yeah. the wing back. Yeah, yeah, he was a yeah, he was a for Watford and Villa, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yes. was he at Watford first? Yeah, yes. Was he at when, when did he go Watford Villa United? He was at Watford yep. in the, uh, the days that Eddie Boothwood managed him. Yeah, mid noise. Yeah, when they had who else did they have? Their strike that striker that played with him. Uh, Marlon King. Marlon King, that was it. Yeah, Marlon King, absolute unit. Yeah. I had Marlon Harewood in my head, but yeah, Marlon King. Another beach striker, Marlon, Marlon Harewood. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he owns like a car. So I think he, he owns like a car like leasing company. I or think, something, yeah. yeah, I think I told you about <laughs> yeah. it a little while ago. He's, yeah. uh, he's in Green. He's in bloody Green Street. He owns like a car luxury kind of. Um, Kind of like a modifying company, so they'll take like Mercedes V classes and they'll modify it to make it all look all luxury on the inside with TVs and PlayStations and big kind of those pilot seat sort of armchairs in there, all, with, right. um, all that cool. sort of stuff. So they they kind of luxury modifications to vehicles, basically. It does fit my ride. Yeah, I've got him on LinkedIn. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man, I love that. I love get him that. on the pod. Get him on the yeah, pod. Yeah. Oh my god! Absolutely happy oh, with Marlon Harewood about getting him on the pod. That would oh, be amazing. That would be incredible. But uh, yeah, all right. Enough about Marlon Harewood. Somehow Marlon Harewood snuck into being 
a topic of I conversation. I cannot wait to interview Marlon Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just before but, we move uh, on, um, we had, had a message from the Rapkiss saying, wait, I see a Mercedes cap. Let's talk about Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Let's not. Oh, Let's not talk about Lewis yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. was robbed, I tell you, robbed. He was robbed. He was robbed. Um, Lewis has got eight world championships. We all know it. Yeah, Max exactly. has got zero. But um, yeah, F1 rigged. Yeah. But um, but yeah, last game we'll talk about quickly before we go is Palace obviously beat. You know, we bounced back, boys. We did it after losing three games on the trot. Um, some we didn't deserve, some we probably did deserve to lose in that time. But yeah, 3 1 win at Sellers Park against uh, Everton. It was, you know, we went 2 0 up, playing good, you know, a good goal from a uh, good build up, playing a good goal from uh, Andre, uh, Andre, Jordan Ayew and uh, Conor Gallagher. Jordan Ayew having an absolute blinder, back to back blinders for us again after he's, you know, after how much I've been moaning about him over the last season and a half, I'd probably say. Um, and then Gallagher scored, but I guess goal of the week, are we going to give it to him? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was definitely. an absolute thundercunt <laughs> yeah. of a strike. It was unbelievable. Um, a a moment as well. I don't know if you guys saw afterwards, but did you see the build-up to the goal where Coleman tries to take the free kick early? Yeah, it, yeah mate. Like, yeah, and what it was just... Doing? I don't know if you saw, but after the after it goes in, Schlupp goes like right up to Coleman and just yeah. laughs in his face. Um, and then Ben Teke does the same to Pickford, and it's just yeah, it's just quality. Um, squeaky bum time though. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was pacing between the living room and the kitchen with the two televisions on, just pacing between the two. Once Everton got that goal back, I was uh, yeah, the anxiety was through the roof. But we got it done. Um, looking good yeah back up to 12th now we've got Southampton and Watford coming up next I'm imagining we should hopefully come away with six points in those games but you never know what could happen um, yeah I mean did you guys have anything anything on that on that game or I think um, the first goal was a bit cheeky with the whole Zaha scenario taking out Coleman and nothing being done about it and then you guys getting the yeah well that's the thing it's it was it wasn't it wasn't directly <clears throat> from that that you guys scored but because of that you guys got a corner which then led to the goal so yeah that was a bit cheeky really but the ref didn't see it so it is what it is yeah if you'd scored from that i think var probably would have like directly yeah, from that right. they would have probably ruled it out but um the fact that it then went out for a corner then the corner was whipped in that's when you scored so i think yeah you guys managed to get away with it but yeah a little bit cheeky there it is what it is. You need like, you need that on your side sometimes, don't you? Yeah. But don't um, really see Zaha moaning anymore though. Zaha, mate. Um, yeah, Zaha will always get in people's face. He was doing it this. He was doing it in this game. Getting him. He's winding up uh, Coleman and uh, Godfrey throughout the game. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it when Zaha gets in people's faces and gets them riled up and gets them yellow cards. It's, it's fantastic. I know it infuriates every fan base that isn't Palace, but I absolutely love it. Um, wound up but yeah, but look, yeah he's, he's quality but he's not even not our main guy this year I mean pretty incredibly Conor Gallagher a player that will be a one and done absolutely 100% of Palace there's no fucking chance we get if he keeps going like there's just no fucking chance we're getting him no. um, yeah I, I can imagine imagine that Tuchel's probably rubbing his hands together at the thoughts of Mason Mount and Conor Gallagher as like floating eights ahead of Kante or Jorginho or whatever like that like yeah. that that's pretty incredible isn't it like I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, if he keeps going, he's got to be in the World Cup squad, surely. You know, on the fringes. Because who, like, you know, he's, in current form, he's the best, you know, young, attacking English midfielder in the Premier League right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, who knows? I think uh, he takes Calvin Phillips out of the side. 
Um, yeah, I guess we I don't guess really. I guess Calvin Phillips isn't really. Yeah, we're not playing that sort of formation that we were at the World Cup. Yeah, as good a job as he as good a job as he did at the Euros, Calvin Phillips. Like it would be. Yeah, it would be a shame. A bit. Something extra. Yeah, well, there's exactly, also different yeah. positions. Calvin Phillips is. Uh, sorry, not. I'm thinking of Calvert Lewin. Not Calvin Phillips. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Calvin Phillips. But yeah, I mean, because uh, you you got to imagine Jude Bellingham's going to be a big star for England at the World Cup, and that's yeah probably yeah. Calvin Phillips's spot, right? Taken yeah. as the starting spot alongside Declan Rice. Well, Leeds have um, lost um, with 75... Nathan Mount probably in there as well. Leeds have lost seventy-five percent of their games without Calvin Phillips. Yeah, so I think he'll be gone as well this summer from Leeds. No, Someone's going to pick him up. Me. United could do with him. I think he's the cheapest option of any DM that they could probably go for. Um, maybe Ndidi. I wouldn't be mad if Arsenal tried to get him and replace Xhaka or something. Have Phillips and... I can't, I can't see there. it myself, but I wouldn't... But why? I mean, yeah, if Arsenal was smart, they would 100% go for it. Yeah, and no be someone with, a, with an actual proven good attitude. Yeah. yeah. There's a future captain for you, Ollie, if you need it. Calvin Phillips signing in. True. Um... But yeah, yeah I'm really uh, focusing on a new striker. <laughs> yeah, Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin, that'd be yeah. I, I'd take. I wouldn't I mean, want Calvert Lewin at the moment. He's just been injured all season. I don't want someone that's like obviously. Yeah, last year he had a really good season and stuff like that. But coming off this long old injury that he's had, um, unless he can Calvert Lewin better than a fit of Bamian. <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, well, at the moment, I'd rather not waste however much we're going to have to spend on Calvert-Lewin to bring him in and then him be just the same as Aubameyang or a tiny bit better than Aubameyang is at the moment. I'd rather just not waste the money and go for someone oh, that's going to go for someone that's going to uh, actually bring or benefit the team a substantial amount. Yeah, I don't, I think it would work though because the way you actually play, you guys cross a lot into mm. the box and as. There's few more dominant players in the air than Calvert Lewin when he's fully fit and firing. So I mean, if he's fully fit and firing, I mean, I would, if I was Arsenal, I'd be clamouring to get Calvert Lewin. But um, if he can get fit soon and stay fit for the rest of the season, I'd be more inclined. But at the moment, he's just has he played at all this season? Or maybe like one of the, uh, first the beginning of, games? of the season. Yeah, yeah, at the beginning, he'll be back though before the season's end. He's in training and stuff like that. At the moment. Yeah, so I mean, but like, well, at the current moment in time, I wouldn't want him. But he used to say, yeah, if he stays fit for the rest of the season, and then yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I think I think so. But um, yeah, but can I get a quick before we go? Can I get a quick prediction on the Palace Southampton games coming up? Set Sellers part. Just want to see what you guys think. Where you're where you're gauging this? Southampton could be without their three starting strikers as well, I think, and their two starting goalkeepers. So hopefully we fucking win this game, basically. Um, 2 0 Palace. Goal scorers. Uh, give me. Um, I can't remember. Your players have all gone out of my head. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Edward. Uh, Edward. Yeah, he's getting one. And um, Joel Ward. Joel Ward. Yeah, he's scoring oh. a rare goal. Yeah. Club captain at the moment. Love that for Joel Ward. But um, yeah, he's yeah. screaming yeah. just outside the box on the half volley. Oh, you know what I would do to see that? Oh, amazing. Banana Ben's plus keeper. Nothing he can do. He's got it in his locker. I think. So we'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Ollie. We'll find out. Ollie, what do you reckon, my man? Um. I think I think Palace are going to win. I just don't know about a score prediction. 
2-1. No yeah. clean sheet for the boys. No. That's a good shout, to be fair. Um, Another squeaky fair, game. I've I no idea who's going to score for Southampton, but someone will. Um, Ward-Prowse, I guess. Yeah, I was say, maybe Ward-Prowse. Nathan Redmond, see maybe. That, see that really long-range free kick Ward-Prowse took against uh, Arsenal the other day? Yeah. It was just... It was insane. What was the point? <laughs> yeah, because they they have nothing else. Yeah. Southampton have nothing else. They're just like, any chance James Ward-Prowse gets a free shot somewhere, they just got to do it because... Yeah. I'm going to bring them up, yeah, because I was, I was thinking, like, against Arsenal, I thought, you know what, this could be... This could be dangerous for Arteta, and then you just like put them aside. And Southampton are so like just meh. They're so like, passive. Like yeah, just... what is going? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, what's going on there at the minute? You um, got a manager that should have sacked two comfortably. years ago. Yeah, like, the only yeah. thing that's improved about Hassanu in the three years he's now been there is his dress sense. You, you guys suited up to the games now, whereas before you oh, just turned up in, tr in trackies and stuff. It's a he, great point. He it's changed half, at half time, though. It's a good point, but it's slightly unfair. He hasn't lost 9 0 this season, Ollie. Oh, yeah, true. He's yeah, gotten yeah. better. He hasn't lost yeah. 9 0. So yeah. far, there's still time. There's still I was time. Say, we're not halfway through the season just yet. Fingers it comes tomorrow. Um, I don't know what I'd do if Palace won by that many goals. I've probably just wouldn't partake on Thursdays, but oh no, you're not here on Thursday for the podcast anyway, so that's fine. Um, oh, mate, I would, I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to phone in or something, like, just do it, like, just quickly. Just send rant. us a voice note and we'll play it on uh, the podcast. Yeah, there would be, be no time because we wouldn't, we wouldn't mention the game. Yeah, true. <laughs> so we've only got an hour yeah. to do the podcast, so. Uh... And that sucks. But uh, talking about only got an hour to do the podcast, that is an hour to do the podcast. And I feel pretty good. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we sign off? Maybe about the fantasy league that I'm back, you know, to a two week, no two week lead. That you know, yeah, but I'm good form. I'm happy to talk about it at the moment. I'm no, good form. No, no, no need to talk about it this week. Ollie's <laughs> given Eric, up. Give me Eric Kane. Ollie's given up because Super League FC is bottom of the uh, fantasy league. Yeah. Um, not doing great. Whereas Gay Pride is just, just at the top. Two weeks clear. I need to start making know. some transfers. I only transferred two people. You, in, Antonio is going to revitalise the team. Yeah. Yeah. You need. You need Gabriel Jesus up front. Hard time. Give me, give me Jesus, Lukaku. No, because I know team. what's going to happen. Give me Lukaku. As soon as I get rid of Lukaku, Kane or Cavani, they're all going to come into form and be scoring hat-tricks. There's week. only one way to find out. Yeah, and I don't want to risk yeah, that. Only I've, one way <laughs> I've made my bed and I will lay in it until the rest for the rest oh. of the season. My Super you are going to ruin the day when Antonio scores a hat-trick next week. My Super Ooh, League the FC starting league, that. Yeah, the, the City starting team's out. Edison, Diaz, Stones, Laporte, Rodrigo, Zinchenko, De Bruyne, Bernardo, Mares, Foden, Grealish. Nice. And bloody heck, Gabriel Jesus on the bench. Oh, fuck's sake, why is Gundogan on the bench? He's the one who plays when you least expect it and bang in like three goals. Yeah, I'm hoping that Jesus... Antonio plays every game, Ollie. I had a conversation with Jacob earlier about the fantasy and he was like, oh, I don't know who to start, Mares or Azpilicueta. So to be fair, neither of them will probably start and <laughs> Mares is starting. Yeah, I'm hoping he... Yeah, imagine Sabotage. if he went Azpilicueta. Um, let me have a look, actually. I know this is great podcasting, but oh, it's not updated, whatever. Yeah. All right, 
gonna uh, gonna sign off there. Thanks everyone for watching. Thanks to Ollie, Bards, and Harry for joining. Thanks to the Rapkid um, for joining us and agreeing and with the fact that uh, leg end. He was agreed that Lewis was robbed, so I'm glad that's robbed. But yeah, just for the viewers, I think we are basically planning to go down to just one pod a week just over the Christmas period because we're all busy doing, you know, various Christmas stuff, work and all Family that, all time. that jazz. Family time, exactly. So we'll be going down to one podcast a week. I'm not sure what day it is. I think we'll just play it day by day, week by week for now, between the Tuesday and the Thursday, who's around for whatever one um, the most of us is around and we'll do it like that, I think. Does that sound good, boys? Yeah. Sounds great. Sweet. Okay. Well, yeah, thanks everyone and uh, good luck this week, boys. We uh we want to come back for the next pod with um I guess back to back wins it'll be won't it so back yeah back to back to back to back oh let's get that in let's oh, get some oh, um, back to back wins and Reading and uh, Harry I hope Reading can uh can find some form who have you got next is uh, I think we're playing I want to say Luton but Luton. I actually I'm doubting that now Luton my sorry great Luton. podcasting great podcasting yeah it's Luton on Saturday at home. Okay. It's our, actually, it's our 150th anniversary game. Nice. At the brand new stadium, which is called... At uh, the same old stadium, yeah, Medeci Stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, We found it on Christmas Day, 1871. Oh, lovely. So this is like the nearest same game, I suppose. Oh, nice. That's very nice. Well, good luck, Reading. Good luck, Arsenal. Good luck, United. And good luck, Palace. Not good luck, Liverpool, because Mark is not here. Fuck them. Or <laughs> Oh, okay. Hey. I need them to because I got them in my. Uh... <laughs> Although earlier I did literally get Lacazette in, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, they're playing West Ham," and then I immediately got like a horrible feeling, so I transferred him straight back out. Um, I was like, "I'm not dealing with this." That feeling I got when he transferred in, I was like, "Oh no, this is, this is not a good feeling. I'm gonna have to get rid of him." Yeah, <laughs> got Lacazette in my team. Yeah. Just before we go, guys, uh, Robin <laughs> has redeemed oh a posture check and a hydrate. So can we all just uh, sit up straight and uh, take a, a young sip? All right. I needed that for waving goodbye. Thank you, my man. And yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, bye. Thank you, Robert. Make bye. sure to like and subscribe all the stuff at the top. You know what it is. I forgot about that bit. You know what it is. You know what it is. Uh -huh. Bye.